0: Welcome to Arcade Audio. Welcome to Picked Up, the TV Pilot Review Podcast. I'm uh, what the fuck's so funny, buddy? Uh, you're, just, you're so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Don't forget to use your microphone voice. He's so good at this. <laughs> Uh, with the TV pilot review podcast. I am your host, Rich Camelucci. Uh, joined, uh, w- with me here uh, on the couch. That's like kind of quoting another show that we have here. Uh, I'm here on the couch, uh, on the fracking couch, as it were. <laughs> uh, with my guest this week, Andrew angry. How's it going, man?
1: Very well. Thanks for having me.
0: Yep. Thanks for thanks for doing the show, man. Yep. I'm also joined on the couch by, uh, your your faithful companion, Hey Man. What's up, Hey Man? doesn't know what to do with If you the, want it do
1: you want to get him going? No, let's <laughs> let's okay.
0: Yeah, let's let's for take easy on that.
1: Doesn't know Heyman is a Pomeranian Chihuahua. He's wearing a, a little sweater right now and um he's the the devil straight from hell.
0: <laughs> really is, although been so pleasant today. So pleasant. So uh uh yeah man, um thanks for coming on. Uh generally the first question I like to ask everybody that's on the show. Uh, what you watching? What are you uh, what are you watching right now? Like, what's kind of your go-to jams?
1: Like in general?
0: Yeah, just in general.
1: Uh, I I've, I'm like a, a very inactive viewer of of TV and and shows and podcasts and stuff. Unfortunately, like SNL, I'm like I've never missed an SNL. So, okay. So that's uh, I guess what I would say. Otherwise, um, I, I haven't
0: unfortunately. I popped
1: in on Lady Dynamite
0: over the summer. Oh, uh, how was that? I've that's been on my list since it came out. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Like the first episode, like was a little slow start, but I trusted her. Her Marie Bamford is like one of the funniest people in the world. Yeah. Uh, so yes, yeah, if if you dedicate a little time to it, I think you'll enjoy it.
0: I, uh, I did. You ever see her stand-up special that she did, like in her parents' house yeah, for her parents? Yeah, I did see that. Did you watch did you you watch it all the way through? Yeah. Man, I want I tried. Mm-hmm. And it was just so awkward. Like it was incredible. It was designed to be awkward. Sure, exactly. Uh it just felt like I I I shouldn't have been watching it. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz it's like so intimate.
1: Very uh anti-comedy kind of just like Sure. Uh and she she's done enough accomplished enough in making people laugh like for her whole life. Like I think it was this this was a an
0: act like oh oh absolutely yeah like you saw
1: yeah and a lot of her act is like talking about how much her parents traumatized her while she was growing up and <laughs> uh how ignorant her parents can be and to say those jokes right to their face was kind of a, a
0: bold bold move it's certainly a, uh, uh like a, a wish fulfillment type of thing she's like man i wish i had the balls to say that yeah and like here she is she was showing her balls off yeah killing it um uh you also mentioned s n l uh what what are your thoughts on this current season? We're almost wrapping it up. I think there's like as of the day this drops, there's one episode left but
1: this is just for the year, but they they go till may i think Do they, they, they go there's, till may? there's like a holiday break and then they usually go, okay, but um, I think yeah, it's been right. a solid season
0: i agree yeah uh i th- I think it was definitely bolstered by the Chappelle episode,
1: yeah. And they have no shortage of content with the whole he-who-must-not-be-named business. But, um, yeah, who knew that uh, Taron Killen was holding that show back so bad?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I uh, may have had some theories (laughs) that that may have been the case. Uh, uh, You know what, in my opinion, is really, like, kind of hit a rhythm and come into its own this season is weekend update yeah i feel like that has been there he is is. (laughs) uh i feel like weekend update's been at a level it hasn't been at for for quite some time just as far as like good solid jokes like they're not doing a lot of like shtick that you know like gets fucking memed and all that stuff Mm -hmm. they're just they're just Delivering,
1: yeah, I don't disagree. I think they got it they caught fire like towards the end of last season a little bit, and then they just came in with a uh, confidence. And, um, yeah, I, I
0: like it too. And also bolstered by like just fucking prime Kate McKinnon, like we are in apex Kate McKinnon right now.
1: Hey, man, <laughs> hey, man,
0: come on, hey, uh. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we are. We're watching a a masterwork, probably. I mean, watching through like Chris Kirsten or Kristen Wiig. Kristen Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Dunst. Uh, and then, yeah, like you go back. Like it's it's crazy to imagine how many like of the funniest people ever on the planet. Like at some point, were just on that show, just hanging out. Yeah. And like right now, we're watching one of them. One of them. So like that's it's a special time for that
0: um wh- what are uh just like some of your pantheon like shows like what are shows like you'll go back and revisit or just like you know hey 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 andrew what's something good to watch like someone in the office just like oh, i'm looking to knock something out this weekend what's gonna yeah. start um
1: rock was modern life <laughs>
0: honestly though
1: like no no no, no joke uh one of the most subversive and hilarious children's programs ever made. And yeah, I uh, I was very into it. Uh, there's a show called
0: Wonder Chosen. I don't know if you're ever. I uh, never in got it. in. I I remember channel surfing to it a couple of times mm-hmm. uh, back when that was a thing. Like, yeah, not no one has like cable anymore. I mean, plenty of people still do, right. but like channel not surfing. Really, Turns into MTV Two. Yeah, that's that too. <laughs> But uh, I remember like not terribly being into it that's fine
1: it, it's it's not for everyone and like I watched every watched it recently, and like a lot of it's not my favorite, but when they when they hit, yeah, it's like this disgusting fever dream like children's show, and uh they brought in like real kids to like just say really messed up stuff and uh put them in these weird scenarios and uh was really just a lot more intelligent than it let off uh-huh. With the stuff they, they got away with. And um, I'm a fan of that. Uh...
0: Didn't that, like, s- I don't know. Because also just, like, around the time that came out, uh, we were, like, in high school, right? Like I think so. Like, maybe, yeah. yeah. So I remember also around that same time, like, and just because I was, like, in musical theater, like, Avenue Q also came out. So it felt like it was trying to, like, occupy the same space, and Avenue Q was just much more, like, mainstream. And, yeah. And, like, still edgy, but, like, acceptable edgy. Right. Because it's pop, like, you know, it has a, a jaunt to it. Whereas, yeah. like, Wonder shows was just, like, very, like. It's sick. Yeah. It's
1: sick. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, they probably discovered it at the same time. I don't know which came first. Avenue Q probably did a little bit. But, um, like, the irony of, like, look puppets but they're we're making them do gross stuff yeah yeah and um kind of like trying to mess with our childhoods by taking all the stuff we loved and spitting it back in our face completely
0: distorting it and yeah
1: yeah so yeah that's a
0: good point i didn't think about that uh where'd you go back and watch that on i downloaded it just downloaded it uh totally legally the means ways and means (laughs) uh you know it happens um well, shit, man! Right on, right on. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll
1: try to think of some more and uh, send me your way. I mean,
0: if yeah, for sure. I mean, pop up, cool. Sure. Um, well, yeah. Let's not, uh, you know, dance around it anymore. Um, we'll, we'll good. We will come uh, back from the break and uh, talk about the show that we watched, uh, literally just now. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we come back, we'll be talking about Battlestar Galactica. Right after this. back uh, Woo. so yeah we watched the uh, po- quote-unquote pilot episode uh, of Battlestar Galactica I apologize after the fact <laughs> uh, because I knew it was um, and I hate when shows do this but like I guess it makes sense uh, this was part one of the Battlestar Galactica 2003 miniseries which was used as a backdoor pilot for sci-fi to pick up uh Battlestar Galactica which was a series back in the 70s originally hmm. uh for NBC I believe and then like they they had another series in the in the 80s uh and it just kind of like fizzled out I'm not really sure what happened to it but um so technically this was the pilot it would have been super weird to come in just watching episode 1 of the actual series okay cuz uh, like this this episode did a lot
1: yeah, it sure did. It was an hour and a half, so they had
0: time. <laughs> yeah, and there's another hour and a half after that as well. Of the first technical episode? Yeah, well, because that was just part one that we watched. It I'm, was a two-part miniseries. Okay, yeah. And then
1: when they decided to extend it into a full show, did it just pick up where the rest of it? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, cool. What were some of your thoughts? Just, like, right out the gate.
1: Well, uh, the length is a, an obvious one, yeah, but I guess that's you know, I think knowing what I know now about what they're what they were doing with it um I think it accomplished a lot, like you just said. it was extremely depressing uh but in a I guess good way to make you want to invest in uh the rest of it for those i guess we could say spoilers or
0: yeah yeah, yeah. we're talking we're talking about the whole thing, soup the nuts soup to nuts
1: okay so there's some cylons in it uh
0: and they're pissed they are not happy (laughs) i i think probably a really good point of it being like kind of depressing in that like what happened was we just skipped 40 years (laughs) of peaceful i know 40 years (laughs) of peacefulness and so much so to the point that like the date like When we come in, the day is, like, they're decommissioning this Battlestar. I'm going to, like, turn it into a fucking museum. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, yeah, uh, everything's been peaceful for so long. Most of these people on the ship don't even know, like, what a Cylon, like, you know, looks like in person, in action. Like, everything's chill. I guess they're just not – they're off doing their own thing. Yeah. We're we're fine. (laughs) And then, psych – not so much uh and so you're just immediately thrust in you get like a little bit of a taste of just like just a super chill space world (laughs) and then you're immediately thrust into all-out war
1: where yeah global not global universal
0: universal annihilation yeah (laughs) and uh
1: a lot of a lot of good people died a lot of good uh, men and women in the field Took took a Cylon blazer to the to the dome, or like like nuclear bombs, yeah, like megaton. like multiple nukes, yeah. Uh, But yeah, I guess it seemed like even though it's science fiction and there's aliens, a robot alien silence, call them silence, and you suspend your disbelief there. I think the the way they represented how people might react to like. A, a war kind of beginning and things like that were taken very seriously. And the the characters were... They, they treated it with kind of seriousness, so...
0: Yeah, definitely. There was definitely like a gravitas that came with it yeah. all.
1: So you, you go along with it, and it, uh, it feels like a, a little heavier than I think a lot of science, science fiction probably does.
0: Sure, sure. I mean, they definitely... I feel like they definitely set up a lot of... Um, of things to... Like larger themes to touch on, yeah. which is is uh, kind of important for science fiction to do. I feel like that's kind of one of the the staples and hallmarks of the genre is to be an allegory or a metaphor for larger things. I mean, like you know, there's definitely um, I feel like the show may have just been rooted in like sort of distrust in technology. Yeah. Uh, you know, because the whole ship is basically analog. Yeah. Uh, because the Cylons, being computers and robots, can just go into a network and fucking shut you down.
1: That's a good point. Yeah. Interesting. And increasingly timely as more and more stuff about AI and the dangers of that we're experiencing watching. Uh,
0: yeah. Like, and getting hacked and shit. And-
1: I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if some, some of today's like hackers saw this and were like, we should make those robots.
0: <laughs> What could go wrong? Well, especially since, uh, so we find out that there's like 12 types of Cylons or whatever now. Like when they got like vanished or banished or whatever, vanished, banished. uh, Like it was just like one type and they looked like quote unquote toasters. Uh, But now like there are Cylons that, that that look like fucking humans. And apparently have reproductive organs. Well, at least some some place for to for something to go. Yeah, Uh, which is uh, like there's no way that this was obviously the thought at the time, uh, or for the show. But like Westworld just ended, and so like that's that's the whole show. Right, is them creating these robots as humans to basically kill and fuck. Gotcha, Uh, and then of course. They gain sentience and and say, "Oh no, let's uh, stop doing that to us, please."
1: Yeah, right. And uh, it's like, where to draw the line now? Is like, are these are are they the same as humans? with the same? Like, should we take them as seriously and treat them the same?
0: Yeah, and so there's like a uh, yeah, it's just it's just crazy timing uh, with that, and it's just being like, oh yeah, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Uh, it's just <laughs> season one of Westworld is another backdoor pilot to another reboot of Battlestar really? Galactica. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, I, I mean, if they're doing a third reboot
1: of Spider Man next summer. So, like,
0: true. Why Very wait? True. Uh, there are uh, what one thing that stuck out immensely to me
1: the baby getting his neck broken.
0: Oh, God, yeah. They straight up kill a baby in this fucking show. Five five
1: minutes in, this this Cylon (laughs) woman just walks up to a baby on the street and reaches down and snaps its neck. You hear a little crack. And uh, after
0: telling the baby, you won't have to cry for much longer. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ.
1: That took, I, I, once I did that, I'm like, okay, well, I guess the show's going to go there.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, And then it kind of never went back, really. Not to that extreme. But that's,
1: there's this. This is just the first episode. Who, who knows how, how many True. babies get broken in half throughout the whole series? <laughs> and when I saw that thing, I'm, I, I mean, the rest of it, it actually, like, there was some, some good special effects. There's some good acting, some some good plot points.
0: Especially uh, some good special effects for, for a sci-fi channel, like, yeah, original totally. production in 2003. Yeah, I agree. Well, you go back and watch, uh, for example... Um, like the first two Harry Potters, come on, like two thousand one, two thousand two, whatever. That's like a major studio production, right? CGI that looks pretty bad considering. Yeah. Uh, and this is kind of on par, so yeah. like fucking good on that. You
1: could tell they were going for it. Like, let's do it. Let's, yeah, let's make a real, a real thing. So that that was awesome to see. Um, yeah. So the baby. <laughs> No, uh, I guess what I was was trying to. The point I was trying to make was, once they did the baby thing, uh, I was I was invested in the rest of it, and it, you know it took me places. But I, I was like, the whole time, I'm like, man, that baby. I was like, how much time am I going to spend on the podcast talking about that baby? And I
0: then, I could spend a good entire episode talking about
1: just the baby. easily. There there's got to be a whole uh, pages on the internet like dedicated to who was this baby, like. Who was the actor that played that baby? Why? You know, how did she break the neck? In what direction?
0: We need some good slash fiction on this <laughs> broke neck baby. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna look for it right after
1: this. <laughs> but uh, if if you decide if you haven't watched it and you you decide to uh, commit some time to Battlestar Galactica, forewarning: uh, if if you're sensitive to to baby violence,
0: <laughs> to baby murder, <laughs> reconsider. Uh, I just love the idea – like, I don't love the idea, (laughs) but I love the idea of, like, the writer's room uh, just being like, how – what's the – what's going to be the most extreme way that we could show that these Cylons really hate these humans? And someone just – that hasn't spoken up the entire writer's – the entire writing process being like, um. Kind of going to limb here. Yeah, this is is crazy. (laughs) But, you know, I'm just throwing it out. We could probably – Get to something else from this. I wish she just snaps a baby's neck. (laughs) uh, Everyone just stopped for a second and like looked around. And like kind of laughed. Tried to laugh it off. Yeah. Just like. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be. That'd be. uh.
1: We have to do that now. Like.
0: Yeah. I think that. I mean. (laughs) Shit.
1: Let's take. Let's take time for lunch. We'll (laughs) come back. Make sure we're serious
0: about this not only the fact that that got written but the fact that that like got shot. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like cuz at the like shit like that could probably get written regardless but like to get through like studio heads and like the the heads of the the network and all that stuff yeah. just like you you would imagine like a suit for sci-fi going like guys, we can't do that. <laughs> guys, come on. Right. Uh they got through.
1: <laughs> they did it. And it got my attention.
0: You definitely. 15 like, years per- later. So perk up like. Yeah. Oh, so we're killing babies then. Exactly. I, like even after they nuke millions upon millions of people. it like they don't really show it. Uh, they show like the mushroom clouds and stuff. But that one little snap was just so much more effective than like all of totally 100
1: percent. And um, they, they, they knew it would be, and they fucking, yeah. Good on Carl or whoever was the guy in the writing room who, who came <laughs> up with
0: the baby neck. Uh, also very early on, I feel like it kind of, I don't know if just cause like the story dictated it it to like sort of lose this focus, but it was shot really fucking well. mm mm-hmm uh like the second scene of the show is this awesome one take tracking shot like sorkinesque like walk and talks you're following all these different stories introducing yourself to all these different characters mm-hmm. uh it was really <laughs> impressive yeah it's cool and then there is another shot where they're all playing poker and it's just basically like the Tarantino yeah 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 scene uh and that was that was a great scene i love that yeah. scene do
1: you know uh, uh, uh Behind the scenes, I guess producers and directors and stuff. Are,
0: is anybody notable
1: that um, has worked on other like big shows?
0: Not that really jumps out of me when I like look at this. Uh, the director of this was Michael Rhymer, um, and uh, I'm trying to see like what else he's really done. Um, I mean, nothing. <laughs> oh God! All right. <laughs> Good one. Oh, buddy. <laughs> so it just goes to show, like. What the bar is, and like I guess what you can get okay. away with. So he's done a lot of TV, which is admirable. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But he also has done some movies, uh, such as Into Deep, uh, which was the uh, Omar Epps L O Cool J movie. <laughs> uh, awesome. He he did Queen of the Damned. Okay. Uh, and then yeah, that. Shortly after that, he started getting into like TV and stuff like that. He's also done some episodes of Hannibal. He did an uh, episode of Jessica Jones. Did an episode of Maine in the High Castle. Yeah. Um, uh yeah. I was not expecting shots like that right. in this show, um, and even like some of the like actual space uh, uh, dogfights. Oh, uh, totally good. Were very well shot as well.
1: Lot, I mean, in addition to the graphics being really well c- convincing enough, lots like a uh, quick zoom ins from like across space, you'd be like, "What's yeah. this guy?" And, like a uh, yeah, it was it engaging, engagingly shot?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, did you have any like um, uh, like scenes uh, that like uh, that don't include a baby's <laughs> neck getting snapped uh, that really like <laughs> stood out to you? <laughs> oh.
1: Like, I just, I keep closing my eyes and seeing that baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, they did a good job. They did a good enough job of, like, creating menace and foreshadowing in that scene already. Yeah. With just, like, some of the things that the Cylon was saying to the baby. Like, not even to the mother. Just, like, how, like, you won't have to cry much longer. Yeah. That one. Uh, Crazy how your, your neck supports that
1: much weight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, mission accomplished already. Right. Creepy. <laughs> Um, you Uh, know, what was super distracting mm. about the whole show was, uh, all of the costuming of extras. What what about it? It was so 2003. Okay. Like earth 2003. Uh, like if you look at that scene baby scene like in that little like shopping square or whatever uh and like the scene where uh like those two pilots had to fix the fuel line and all those people started running at them um like basically if your character didn't have a name you just you showed up in what you were wearing yeah
1: before you showed up on the set Yeah. yeah
0: which in 2003 were like the shitty Hawaiian shirts with like the two floral patterns going straight down vertically yeah, yeah, yeah. or like fucking like flame button down shirts with like Chinese characters <laughs> on them. Like these are things I actually, they were actually yeah. being worn in this or or just like regular old like stuff you wear. Right. Like a suit.
1: Well, where I like, guess the
0: Banana Republic
1: I guess had a big presence in the 12 districts in <laughs> in this universe (laughs) i mean we're we're meant to believe
0: that that works for me it was just like it it just was distracting whereas like you had all the pilots wearing like they had a pretty cool design as far as like all their their undershirts and stuff like that and and
1: you're you're saying they if they went one little extra step further to add a little creativity to the people yeah
0: just give people like weird collars or something that seems to be the go-to like future space casual wears like everyone has weird, weird colors yeah
1: some eye, eye wear that's like thin or like like a Kanye West would wear
0: for sure a yeah. lot
1: yeah a lot of that uh Fifth Element uh-huh you've seen it yeah yeah, yeah 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 great like weird for sure off offbeat future people and everyone in the street is is a character like total character and wearing yeah. strange fashion like a I, I, I see what you're saying. Compar- yeah. in, in
0: comparison, this was a little... Like, you see someone on the street and it's like, oh, it's Jeff. Yeah. You know. Sure. Uh, and that just may have been just from like a second viewing. I don't know. Like who's to say that that... Well, they they don't have to do that anymore because everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. Um, uh, maybe that's...
1: <laughs> maybe the sidelines <laughs> just couldn't get over the fashion decisions <laughs> of the 12 districts and said,
0: come on. <laughs> Enough of this basic shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we're coming for your babies first, and then we're gonna just kill all of you. Uh,
0: who uh, uh who kind of like stood out to you performance wise? Like, if you had to do like an MVP and an LVP, mm. I mean, I,
1: I kind of like I, I felt similar to you know, obviously wrestling is a thing we talk about, yes. and when when there's a when there's a good villain, like a, an intriguing villain, mm-hmm. sometimes you, in a weird way, want to see more of them. You, you're you excited for them when they're on, on the screen. Uh, the woman, Cylon. Uh,
0: Who I think they just refer to as number six. Number six. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I wanted, whenever she was on the screen, I'm like, this is going to be entertaining at the least. Uh, I, I want to see where they're going with her. And on the other hand, I think like a lot of the heroes kind of, didn't jump off the screen. They kind of yeah. Blended I, in together.
0: I have. Uh, I I think that she was good. Uh, that actress's name is uh, Trisha Helfer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have two nominees for MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Almost first, Edward James. Almost. Yeah, I don't. See. Uh, he just has a very good like stoicism and like sort of wisdom uh, aura about him. Mm-hmm. Um, very uh, very. Um uh President Bartlett-esque from yeah. West Wing. Second time I'm gonna reference West Wing on this fucking show. Um my other nominee would be uh Starbuck, uh the one who gets thrown in the brig uh early on in the show. Like uh um, the girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh played by Katie Sackoff Yeah, she was cool. I thought she was really good, did not get enough sort of shine in this episode, but she just had like a charisma about her yeah, that like everyone else just didn't.
1: I agree. And I'm sure in the rest of the series, she probably plays a significant significant role. For sure. For mentor for her. Yeah. She is, uh, doesn't take crap and
0: she's she's also really good at her job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's established as the hothead best pilot ever. Yeah. Uh, I I'd, I'd say she beat be my MVP. Okay, uh, maybe not enough at bats, but fuck it. Sure. Well, um, they had a lot to do in such
1: you know, in the amount of time they had, uh, introduce all of these characters, give them all something to do, show them, put them all in a, a unique conflict and some some sort of direction. So yeah, they only had you know ten real minutes for every person, and I think she she had a, a decent showing.
0: Yeah. Uh, she had
1: to punch like the douchebag uh, co-pilot of the yeah. And that, was, that was right right in the beginning this this guy is like clearly a scumbag very very reflective of actual politicians probably just very cold hearted and and drunk and drunk uh that's
0: uh colonel teague michael hogan played him michael hogan brother
1: <laughs> so yeah uh good on good on her for punching uh punching hogan uh teague <laughs> and,
0: uh who would you uh, give an LVP to? Hmm. I have, I, got, got, I have a couple nominees. I
1: won't say the baby. Don't say the baby.
0: <laughs> baby didn't even get a chance, <laughs> man.
1: The baby cried. And I, I needed a little more from that cry. <laughs> I mean, okay. This is a big scene.
0: Come on, baby. We're Come really on. gonna need. <laughs> I like to think the director just like David finching Finchuring the baby. It's like making it do that scene like 45 <laughs> times in a row.
1: would be awesome. Just completely exhausting the baby. The whole crew is just exhausted and just like, no. <laughs> do it again. Uh I didn't like the the smart guy, the the guy who um, was being interviewed in
0: the beginning, and then oh what? yes, guys. His name is guys. His name is guys. Oh, I didn't like guy. The guy guys guy. The guys guy, yeah, uh, definitely one of my nominees. Okay, for sure. Uh, my other nominee would be any other nondescript mid twenties to thirties white person. Yes, white male specifically. Yeah. A lot um, of those. it so many of those, and that was, it just sucks because. They all they all fucking look the same.
1: Yeah. Like you
0: can't keep track of which one is which. That was uh uh the fucking show I've most recently had that problem with was on uh when I try to watch Agents of Shield. You ever watch Agents of Shield? No. Dude, just so many fucking like 30-year-old white toast. guys. Yeah. Yeah. And you just I I'm not gonna bother to learn your fucking names. Right. It was just frustrating. Yeah, I, I mean a good
1: argument for the recent, you know, fights to have more diversity in in uh media like show them one of the scenes of the pilots getting ready in this show and be like, yeah, you could have had anybody. Yeah. You got like a bunch of guys that look exactly the same. I don't know why. And were were they friends with someone on the crew? <laughs>
0: <laughs> or are you casting by jawline?
1: Exactly. Like- a lot of jawlines. Um yeah, I I I could see your point there.
0: Uh so what do you kind of like like wh- based off of what we saw in this episode, kind of like what do you see like happening next? Like what what seeds did you see planted? Mm-hmm. Like where do you think this is going? Mm-hmm.
1: I think there's one one of the guys was left on Earth. The he stayed on Earth. Yeah. to deal with uh
0: Well, to let guys on their ship. To
1: let guys on the ship. And I think as a result, he's probably going to be involved with, um, you know, dealing with the ground zero level uh, reactions to this thing and get down in the dirt. Kind of like
0: uh, lead up the survival movement.
1: Yeah, and just probably so they had someone to have a perspective from those scenes. Like th- th- this True. is what's happening on, on the, on the planet Wh- yeah. while we're in space fighting the ships. Here's uh here's what's happening everywhere else. Exactly. Yeah. So, shit. That's a good, uh, yeah. So that was a good, uh, seed, like from a
0: show running aspect that makes all the sense. Yeah. Damn. Yeah.
1: And then I guess uh, almost is, uh, has nothing left to lose. His, his son died at the end. Uh, the president died. Or did they, or did they,
0: I don't know. Last thing we saw was uh, uh, almost his kid, like setting up those electromagnetic pulse field thingies. It's true. So, but as of right now, almost
1: Edward James, almost uh, he his his son already died years ago from him kind of forcing war upon him. Yep. And now he believes his other son died, and everyone in the in the White House or the equivalent is is dying and. Millions and millions of people are dying. And he's like, he's got the only active uh, warship on the fleet, it seems. Yep. So he's probably just going to go ham. Like, <laughs> he's probably going to say, let's do it. Like,
0: Oh, God. Yeah. That's I, That's my hope for this show is that it, it becomes sort of like a smart and clever, like but still aggressive sort of like war show. Yeah. And that I hope that they have the budget to do that.
1: Probably. It has to be. like, like the, the There's going to be war every
0: single moment. Yeah. And, and you have the device of who is a Cylon. Right. Since they can look like any of us. Yeah. Um, I know through the research I did on Wikipedia that like the uh, population count becomes like an important thing. Hmm. Which I kind of alluded to with the flight manifest. Um, on the on the uh, uh, the ship with the now president, um, played by uh, the lady who you 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 figured this out. Yeah, I, I forgot her name. Uh, uh, Mary McDonald. Yeah. President Laura Roslin, who was the president's wife in uh, Independence Day. Independence Day. Uh, who was she? Was like low key like really good in that movie and no one talks about it because she's not Bill Pullman or Will Smith or Jeff Goldblum or Judd Hirsch <laughs> <laughs> or Harvey Firestein or the the alien who says die <laughs> if you're not one of those you basically weren't in Independence Day you right uh, that was also one of my favorite scenes though in the show was her getting sworn in that was a really cool scene yeah I dug that a lot
1: uh, And also, uh, not to bring too topical into this, but like, God forbid anything happens to people in power, or war happens, or anything like that. It was a scary reminder that, like, if you're like twelfth in command and there's no one else, like you're you're the guy or the girl. So, if based on the cabinet we're seeing assembled right now. In our country, if the top... I mean, we're stuck with the shit anyway at the top. Yeah. If the top, like, eight people die, like, Linda McMahon... Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> god
0: damn it. Or the CEO of Exxon is yeah. going to be the
1: president. And, like, uh, that's that's not fun to, to think about. Uh, uh,
0: I'm, I'm glad that's what you thought of because that's, like, real life and important. Uh, I couldn't stop thinking about that new Kiefer Sutherland show, Designated Survivor. <laughs> Which is what that show's about. That was the second thing I was thinking. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so it just goes to show Westworld and Designated Survivor are setting themselves up to be backdoor pilots to a new uh, Battlestar Galactica reboot. Crazy. I think it's very obvious. You heard it here first. <laughs> if you don't see these seas being planted, <laughs> you're a fool. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, there were some other interesting things that I either think, I don't know, uh. I want to. I want the answers to, or I think is going to happen from this. One uh, well, number six is talking to guys after they like just hooked up and they're about to go to their separate meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, she like starts talking about all sorts of like religious stuff, and it's really the only time like religion sort of talked about. That's interesting in the show, um, and. Like, she she mentions, because they're talking about how they colluded on some, like, national security thing. Yeah. And she mentions, like, yeah, my God told me to do this. And, like, that that just makes me want to know more about, like, is there sort of, like, this Cylon sort of, like, hierarchy of religion or something like that? Like, that's just a weird part of me that's just like, right. I want to know more about that.
1: that. That's good. Yeah. A, a good little thrown in there. Yeah. And, and if you caught it, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll mention it again and, and, and explain it a little more.
0: Um, another thing having to do with uh, number six was because uh, earlier on in the episode, in that poker scene, uh, Starbuck says to Colonel Teague, like, make some s- like smart-ass comment, like, how's your wife? And we're supposed to, you know, assume that, like, something happened with his wife because yeah. he gets fucking pissed. Um, and then later on, we see him he's still wearing his wedding ring by the way we see him like with a cigar like burning out uh uh the face of some lady in a picture yeah i think it's safe to assume it's his wife right who looks very young in that photo but also i might just be like pulling like pulling shit out of thin air but like looked like the Cylon, the number six. A little bit, yeah. Okay, I just yeah. wanted to make sure I'm not crazy about that.
1: I mean, but again, this is a show that casts just a lot of like decent-looking white people. So another skinny white blonde woman.
0: I- exactly. Yeah. It Like it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for them to have just done that. Right. And like, oh, sh- oh, shit! I guess she does look like that. <laughs> uh, Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just another thing that I'm just like, well, is that was that done on purpose? And will there be, like, a reward for noticing that? Uh, or did they just just suck at their jobs? Right.
1: Well, as you said, like, a lot of, like, just the random pilots on the ship, like, uh, y- you couldn't tell them apart in a lineup if you tried. Yeah. So, like, uh, I, don't, I, I wouldn't give them that much credit. Sure. <laughs> I think what they were maybe trying to do was just be, like, give a little bit of character depth to this guy who is very cold-hearted and show, like, He's probably went through some crap, and he, maybe you know his, his wife left him or with the kids or whatever, and he still resents it. So if if he is uh, mean in his professional life, give him a little bit of try to be uh, understanding of what happened to him before this. And
0: that was another scene that I liked between between him and uh, um, uh, almost was, uh, it was like towards the beginning of the show, where they're just like broing out <laughs> essentially. Um, They're like in almost his quarters, and just like talking about how Starbuck like punched him in the face. Yeah, he's like, well, it was just a cool, like, good, just one-on-one scene. Yeah, it's like these two veteran actors just, you know, confidently doing their job. Right. Yeah, like there's not enough of that. Um, Yeah. No, that's interesting. A good scene to watch. Right. Um, Who do? Who else do you think might be a Cylon? Oh, I hadn't even thought about that. Um,
1: that's interesting. The it, baby? No, like the.
0: <laughs> if we see that baby again, I <laughs> swear to God, oh, that'd be the best. Uh, because I don't. I think this is like a byproduct of, like, a lot of of television watching now between. Westworld and Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad and, like, a lot of these shows, uh, Lost was probably, like, at the forefront of this, of training a viewer to, like, try and notice everything yeah. and then try to prognosticate before it actually happens. Right. Uh, and so a show like this, in t- coming along in 2003... Like, you can't imagine that viewers are actually, like, trained to watch like that. So, that's why it's so frustrating, these things. Like, well, all right.
1: yeah, Other people have to be silent. You can't just watch it. You have to, like, you're always trying to be a step ahead of it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Whereas, like, if you're watching this in 2003, you're probably just like, oh, space. Yeah, Oh, I hope the good guys win. Yeah. Uh, So, like, if there are other people that we have met uh, in the show, who else do you think might be – like, do you have any like hunches or anything? Because um, <clears throat> I have one for sure.
1: Trying to remember everyone. Uh, are you gonna say one of the the pilots
0: or? Uh no. Mm-hmm. Mine is, and this is just based on name, guys. Yeah. Disguise. But- Oh, and so he's not even aware he's a Cylon? Is that what it is? I think that after, because uh, there was that scene where uh, Number Six was basically unfolding their evil plan to him,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and then the nuke gets dropped, and she tells him to like get down, and she kind of like shields him. Just some of his, and he's in that group that's in the field, like, running up to the uh, pilots trying to fix the fuel line. I think there's just, like, some mannerisms and the fact that she's not with him that are uh, just kind of, I don't know. There's something up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and just because of the fucking name. Like, everyone else is pretty normal names, and his name is fucking Guys. Guys. Like, come on. That's like he has to be unless it's just like <laughs> the fucking shittiest red herring ever.
1: Yeah, that's that's cool. That's good. I that saw that. I guess you have to watch the. Uh, I know. There's so much to watch. I know. <laughs> uh I feel bad for for you who who enjoy watching TV and you once you're, you're into a show, you, you know, you dedicate yourself to it. So uh, on top of your busy schedule already, which you're you're running around all over the place. When you, when you get in in your show, you're probably like, shit, now i got to watch this. I
0: fucking hate when a show is good. Yeah. <laughs> it pisses me off. <laughs> when a show sucks, it's the best feeling. Because it's like, good, right. I don't have to fucking watch this. I get Close like another ver- hour of my life a week. Right. Oh, but I love... Oh, Andrew, I love TV, man. I, yeah. Uh, I also... this is This is a lot less founded, this one. I think that... Madam President mm-hmm. will also, if not now, there will be a Cylon that looks like her. Okay. Because earlier on in the episode, we see her getting diagnosed with future cancer. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever they have. Yeah. Um, so I could see that happening. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, if, it, if it hasn't already, because it's kind of weird. That she wanted to hang around when there were two motherfuckers coming to, to wreck them. Right. So I don't know. That was weird.
1: Yeah. If I answered your question a few minutes ago and th- thought more about it, the
0: president would probably be one of the yeah. people I say. So interesting. All right. The, the, the fact that the show lends itself to have this much conversation is a good sign. Right. You were going to say. Um, so the toaster people.
1: Yes. Uh, we saw like a replica of one or a model of one in the show and it made me remember that I have seen that that robot yeah. referenced or in pictures in my life. Are are those from the original show or are those in this show and we will see them later?
0: Those are – are you talking about the ones that were kind of like in the, the, like the museum? Yeah. I've, those are probably from the original show. Okay. Yeah. And then in the very first scene of this show, I think we see like what they are now.
1: What happens in the first scene?
0: It's that first scene before the uh, title card, um, where uh, there's that outpost for like diplomatic missions or whatever. Right. Um, Right. And we see those two toaster cylons with the claws. Yeah, exactly.
1: And number six comes and makes out with some random dude. Yeah. uh, There's supposed to be like a meeting between the cylons and the humans. Yeah, it's
0: supposed to be like a diplomatic meeting, like once a year, and every year the humans send somebody and the cylons don't. I see. But like, you know, they're still making that effort. Um, Yeah. Uh, Well, so million dollar question. And you can answer this either as as a watcher, as you, Andrew's angry, uh, and or a a network executive. Like you're the head of sci-fi. You got to make the call as to whether or not to take this show to series. So as either or or both you pick this show up
1: yeah yeah i i do i uh first off you know I, i'm not a huge like television watcher in general and sci-fi would never be my first genre of choice yeah never but uh this this showed enough effort and uh intelligence and investment i think the guys who made this uh it earned the the trust like give us give us some money and some time we got to, we we got this and and apparently they did cuz yeah. uh, people have been obsessed with this show ever since it came out so
0: people are like low key obsessed with this show like you're never going to run into anybody wearing like a BSG shirt or anything and if you are you won't it'll be like so subtle you won't even realize it yeah but if you get someone started on talking about Battlestar Galactica like they get out of the way. Like, yeah. yeah, like they they put all their cards on the table. Right. I, um, I
1: thought of, a, of course, Dwight Schrute. Uh, you remember? Yeah. He he references it as mm-hmm. what, there's three B's in his life or something, or like Bears, Beats, and Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> and Dwight, Dwight Schrute seems to me like a very, you know, cliche person who would, of course, obsess over the show.
0: Yeah uh for like for like not the right heady thinky reasons, yeah, uh, but for like the pure nerd fantasy, yeah, like he would love to have sex with a Cylon, oh yeah, like that's tops on his list,
1: he had a poster of number six on his wall,
0: <laughs> for sure, yeah, uh <laughs> <laughs> um i uh man. I'm so fucking torn. I think it's a no-brainer because it's also like pre-existing IP with a built-in fan base. And that's obvious that it was. Um, And I feel like they had some like other (sighs) – no, I think I'm thinking of something else. I think I'm thinking of like Stargate. Mm -hmm. Because they mentioned like Battlestar Atlantis. And then I was thinking, isn't there another Atlantis show? I think that was Stargate Atlantis. So I'm way off base already. Wasn't Uh,
1: there a cartoon, like something about Atlantis –
0: Oh, and there was a MacGyver movie.
1: Did you ever mm. see the made-for-TV MacGyver no. movie? It was uh, something about the, the city of Atlantis. Like, Are you for real? Absolutely. And me and my brothers would watch it. We named our first dog MacGyver. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> fuck. I, man, if I ever have another pet. Like that's a great like. I probably won't steal Macgyver. <laughs> I'll probably name it like fucking uh uh uh, uh, uh like Magnum PI or yeah shit yeah like that get, get just a great cheesy ass yeah. television character. But and I'm gonna I'm gonna the next like if I ever get a, a a pet dog I'm gonna name him Walker Texas Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And so did you guys like have it recorded on VHS? Yes.
1: And God and, yes. And we. I, I don't know why we were drawn to this. First off, MacGyver was a badass. Yeah. And, and second off, this this was like the movie. Like just how we really liked the
0: uh, Tiny Toons movie. I actually just watched that at work like Crazy. a week and a half ago. It's, uh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's so good.
1: And uh, the... Alvin and the Chipmunks movie, the the one where they go around the world in like in like a race with the chipettes. I never saw that one.
0: So good. It's like it's like an amazing race
1: with yeah. the chipmunks. And like, I guess we you know there's these shows, and one of the reasons I've never been able to get into shows is because they they require you commit seven seasons. Yeah. And a lot of them drop off after a certain point, and you just you're stuck with it. Mm-hmm. A movie, it, it's, a, it's a perfectly, like, capsuled thing. It's delivered with, 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 with an end and a beginning. And it's, like, so, like, a MacGyver movie. It's, like,
0: it's like you get the show and none of the commitment. Exactly. Yeah. So,
1: um,
0: anyway, Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Because I remember MacGyver still being a pretty grounded show. Like it didn't get into like mythology and stuff, but the movie had to do with Atlantis.
1: Yeah, like they, they only went as deep as you would, as as MacGyver was capable of going. Okay, but there was a like a, a real story, and like he he went on this this mission, and cool stuff happened, and I think it took away a little bit of the the corniness of the show and made it hmm. attempted to put the action in a more like, uh, thematical. Light. context yeah. and uh richard dean anderson uh shines in every scene so <laughs> check it uh, check it out i mean
0: i'm gonna pick that up for sure okay <laughs> I'll I, call me i'll, I'll come I, over and watch it I, I i i will be searching for this on the internet okay it's the internet so it has everything you right it'll be there somewhere hey man uh what, what the word
1: atlantis so how did that come up though 10 minutes ago what Oh, because
0: there was a Battlestar Atlantis, and I was thinking that this show had a spinoff for Atlantis, right. but I was getting that confused with Stargate Atlantis. I got it. Yeah. Uh, I fucking love Atlantis as a plot device, though. Yeah. Like, something about the idea of, like, a lost underwater city is fascinating is cool. to me. It's,
1: it's yeah, similar, like, uh, like, the Bermuda Triangle, stuff like that. Yeah. like. Like there's there's so many stories about it here and there and like just just enough like real world evidence where you're like come on there's got to be something here right like, yeah uh, like ancient like ancient Mayan uh, all all that stuff is it, is really interesting
0: stop stop wasting your time looking for fucking lake monsters and Bigfoots like find something real yeah Atlantis Atlantis Jesus hundred
1: percent uh but MacGyver did it so there you go you did it
0: and. It was actually a documentary, but they they played it off as yeah. an,
1: action, an action movie.
0: They threw some uh, action sequences in there. Yeah, it was, it was good. Um, I shit, dude. After I watched this, because I I ended up watching this twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the first time I watched it, I was pretty sure I wasn't gonna pick it up because it was fine, but it ultimately like didn't really really grab me. Mm-hmm uh upon a second watching all of those things that i like brought up those like questions and like shit that's got to mean that yeah like watching it the second time would it would have either reinforced uh uh no that was actually nothing or shit dude i think that might actually come up right. and it's so rewarding when it does and i think it might actually come up like i think it's all intended to be there yeah yeah man there's only one way to find out i gotta pick it up nice I, begrudgingly i'm trying to be like so much more like ah just just judicious yes this season and i'm not <laughs> it doesn't help that we're fucking picking shows off of like the best pilots of the 2000s. well yeah that's your fault yeah <laughs> it's yeah you're right i did it to myself <laughs>
1: um like i i like I heard this this five star restaurant might be good, and then you go and you're like, "Oh, now I have to uh, eat here <laughs> every day."
0: Yeah, it, it, it's true. It's good. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, uh, at the very least, at least like I there's a a clear. Uh, is hey man, doing like <laughs> hey a man parrot is impre- perching
1: upon him. This is
0: very unique. <laughs> uh, on my shoulder. Um, I'm interested
1: to hear because shows like like this and. Breaking Bad, Mad Men, The Wire. Yeah. Like so many millions of people are in love with it that there's there's probably something there and you you've seen enough and be like you could probably confirm a lot of it. What are what are what's a show or two that people absolutely love that you don't and and that you've seen you're like I don't I
0: don't see it. I don't I don't get it. Okay, that I've seen cuz I I haven't seen A single episode of Doctor Who. Okay. But people are obviously obsessed with that show. And another reason why I'm happy that we watched this is because I can now, like, I get reference points now. Mm -hmm. And I can bullshit my way enough in a conversation to, like, hold water and hold my own. tread water.
1: Now I see what your act is, Rich.
0: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I'm sorry if you thought anything else. Yeah, okay. Uh I don't actually even like wrestling. I just want to <laughs> know what to talk about. Right. Um uh so like I feel that way kind of with Doctor Who, like I I can reference a Sonic screwdriver if I have to. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, a TARDIS. The TARDIS.
1: You 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 find like the three most referenceable things of of everything.
0: And then fake the funk the rest of the way. Yeah, I got it. That's uh, good. Uh but of a show that I've seen, actually seen, um, Oh boy. Um You're probably gonna piss some people off with whatever you say, but that's fine. No, I mean for sure. I here's one that I I think I will feel that way for is Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. Enough people enough enough like fucking smart and thoughtful people gush over that show mm-hmm. and I just don't think I'm gonna see it. Like see what they're right. gushing over. Um, I mean, aside from that, I, that's the other thing is like, I just give like way too, much. here's what it is. Fucking veep. <laughs> I watched three goddamn seasons of veep and barely fucking laughed at anything. Yeah. It was, it was uh, fucking house of cards with brighter lights and, and telling you it's okay to laugh at this. Right. And it's all fucking horrible. It's horrible. Okay. Like things like it's, it's sure it's such a talented cast. For sure, and from what I understand, is this latest season had a different showrunner and it had a completely different tone, which is probably gonna fucking drag me back into it. Yeah. Um, because I want to like that show, I want to like all those people, but like, fuck, man. Yeah. It was. It was. It was fucking depressing to watch. All right, I I I, I know
1: nothing about it besides uh, Julia Julia Louis Louis Dreyfus has won like every I, Emmy for it. Yeah. Uh, it seems excessive. I don't
0: know if she, if she, if she is she that good. She's good in it, uh, but that's also kind of like what the Emmys do. Yeah. When they, they get
1: married to something and they
0: and like when, especially when it's something that they that a lot of people like, like they're people pleasers. Yeah. It's the reason why I like modern, like, oh, you guys like modern family? You guys? Okay. Yeah. 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 We, we, we do too. We do too. We do too. We do too. Yeah. Yeah. For like yeah. way too long. Uh, America Loves Jim Parsons We do too uh, yeah. We do too So like That's just kind of What happened Makes sense Whereas like Like the Golden Globes For TV Like the Golden Globes Are garbage for movies But for TV They try to like They try to be like Hipsters of TV mm-hmm. Like Oh Uh Yeah Yeah we gave Brooklyn Nine-Nine An award Before like anyone else Like even did <laughs> It's like no like, Are you
1: guys are still Talking about that Okay Yeah
0: cool. we, we already did that You know <laughs> Um. Yeah, fucking Veep for sure. Cool. Yeah.
1: All right, I'll I'll avoid it then. I mean, everyone else loves it. I, so I, I, I had no plans to watch it. And, <laughs> I, and I, first of all, I don't I don't love. I see enough politics in yeah. the real world. I, I don't. I try to avoid political stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, it, I. Like moving forward, it's going to be difficult to do a political show, either a drama or a satire right. uh, like effectively because how much more like that's that's the other thing people say about Veep is like oh it's so accurate like people put like people in Washington yeah. actual politicians are just like ha man yeah they nailed it it's like like you just have to take it to the next level but that next level is already being a thing. And so it's just fucking draining and depressing. No, it's
1: like a a live satire and how do you satire satire? You're just you
0: just yeah, yeah, you're just watching a recreation at that point. Yeah. So why fucking?
1: There's gonna be a lot of like made-for-TV movies that are just word for word what's actually happening right now.
0: I mean, that said, I can't wait for the Jay Roach directed HBO original (laughs) movie about what just fucking happened. Yeah. Uh, that'll be great because those always are. Right. Uh, highly recommend uh watching Recount. Highly recommend watching Game Change and highly recommend watching All The Way. Those are all three directed by Jay Roach. Okay. um, And they're fucking great. Um, And they're all three political HBO original movies. Okay.
1: I'll Um, keep that in mind.
0: But yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm tapped out. I got nothing else to say. Um, No,
1: that's that's great. Uh, Thank you for initiating this because I don't think I ever would have sat down and attempted
0: watching this show. Um I that, honestly, like without this podcast, yeah, I don't I don't see myself having actually like remembered to watch this show. Right. Going like, oh yeah. Ever, a lot of people I know like this show. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, I probably would have fucking sought out I don't know, Pokemon or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah. So uh it was good to have actually like
1: yeah. It gives a little more credence to, if you overhear a conversation about it or see a reference on it, you're like, I, I get it. Yes. N- now you can say, I, I kind of get it. Yes. Even if you don't watch the rest of it, you're like, okay, I see why, why people would. And the love was there in the making of it. So it justifies
0: perhaps the fan base. For sure. Um, cool. Well, that's going to uh, wrap it up. For us here. Thanks for having me in your your lovely new apartment that I am fucking in love with. I love Aww, this place. Thanks, man. Um uh, where can people find you online? Uh, if you want them to find you. Uh they they can't. But no Twitter, no nothing.
1: I have a Twitter that just sits there with one tweet on it. <laughs> it was retweeted by Maggie Gyllenhaal.
0: Oh, that's right. Oh, tell this. Oh, this is
1: great. <laughs> so I have one tweet and it says something along the lines of because I, I I installed Twitter and I didn't really do anything with it and I was hesitant to do, do anything and I was about to uh, consider deleting it but then I saw the movie Frank which I which not only did I love but it made me realize how much I love
0: Maggie Gyllenhaal. It's still in my my watch queue on Netflix.
1: Yeah it's, it's awesome and and solidifies Maggie Gyllenhaal is such a such a dreamy awesome human being okay and and then I went on Twitter and I saw that she tweets and obviously like a lot of intellectual you know stuff and she's she's great but uh I saw that she's a Twitter and I said well she has a Twitter so my tweet was something like I was gonna delete my Twitter but I saw that Maggie Gyllenhaal had one and I changed my mind uh because if she's doing it like it must be okay yeah and then the next morning, I saw that she retweeted it, and that's dope. and it had a lot of like likes from from her viewers and stuff. And, yeah. And so now that's that's just the only decoration on my Twitter. Kind of just that, <laughs> and I think I'm okay with that. Just like I have like one tattoo. Of like, like I got did the one, and it worked. <laughs> one and done. I don't want to push it.
0: <laughs> you but achieved I, you, you've te- achieved such heights.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So if you want to find my Twitter you can, it's there.
0: <laughs> but that's all it is. But uh but yeah. And then um otherwise uh is uh, did you delete your Instagram or are you just done with it? I
1: it's still there. It's still there. I have the types of sandwiches Instagram that
0: is now kind of just a an art installation. Yeah, which is fine because as I've said before and as is as I'm quoted in the description of it, it is the wire of sandwich Instagram accounts it means always means a lot. To hear. It's great. It was you, one of my favorite it. accounts when it was active. Um, and you can go back and relive all those great Thank moments. Thank you.
1: And and kind of like, I'm I'm like a long term I guess thinker. And how like with a wire or a really good show, the the really 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 good ones stand the test have, of the time. Well, they have. Or, go ahead. Sorry. Um, that'd be nice. <laughs> but. They wrap it up like they, they have an ending. Yeah, yeah. Like the reason why no one's going to talk about CSI as one of the really, really good shows is because it just keeps going. It's infinite. But like Battlestar Galactica and, and Mad Men and Breaking Bad, like they had a, an ending and it was not too long. It was it was it, was, it, was, it, it was, didn't
0: overstay its welcome. Right. Yeah.
1: That's what I decided to do.
0: Damn. Maybe that's what we I should. This is what the show should do. Fuck, well, you got me thinking about all sorts of things, Sorry. man. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, as always, uh, you can find us 100% overstaying our welcome <laughs> on.
1: You're the CSI. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. You kidding me?
0: <laughs> I'm on fucking NCSI, NCIS fucking <laughs> podcast right now. That's awesome. Um, CSI Cyber. That's a thing. <laughs> Uh, fucking uh, picked up pod on Twitter, Picked the podcast at gmail.com. If you want to shoot us an email, pick the podcast on Facebook as well. Um, you can hit me up personally, rich cammy on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and as always, please rate and review and subscribe to us on iTunes and Google play music. Uh, those ratings and reviews go a long, long way towards uh, other people enjoying fun conversations like this. Um, if you're a big battle star what are the what would the 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 Battlestar galactica fans names be because you have like star trek the the the, the trekkers oh wow That's good uh one. yeah like
1: um not cylons <laughs> uh
0: galacticans if you if you're a big galactican out there hit <laughs> us up uh let us know what you thought about this episode and that pilot episode um and uh, as always, you can always find us also on ArcadeAudio.net, uh, home of all of our wonderful shows uh, that are available every day there, um, as well as some blogs as well. Support this man. Thank you. Uh, support this man. Thank you. Um, support this dog. <laughs> hey, man. Support hey, man. Support hey, man. Hashtag support hey, If there was, I'm glad you don't. But if there was one, do- if there's one dog to have its own Instagram account, I think it would be fine. If it was, hey man,
1: uh, don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but we've we, there's been discussion. There's been
0: to- Okay, all right. Well, I'll, I'll keep you posted. You'll be the first to know. And and we will announce it, you know, <laughs> on our show and our our, our Instagram, our, our Twitter as well. Thank you. Uh,
1: it's good to have a friend like like this man who does so much to promote people he knows and. He's so magnanimous and everything. Well,
0: you know, uh, hang around with a lot of uh, uh, interesting and smart people, and I want everyone else to hang out with them virtually as well. You're the what can I say?
1: The Judd Apatow of the podcast world at the very least.
0: (laughs) And that I tried to do it on one end and couldn't, so now I produce (laughs) completely overlong versions of what I want. I just wanted to make up for the CSI analogy. Look, man, it's all bad. (laughs) Uh, So dude, thank you so much uh, for uh, letting us do this here. Uh, Thank you to Hey Man for um, not uh, biting me this time. In fact, being incredibly sweet. Uh, So yeah, guys, um, see you next time. Uh, I almost did the married movie sign off uh, because we are on the couch, but nay, nay, um, uh, Thank you guys so much uh, for tuning in and keep your dial tuned to awesome. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.